The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find where Ford Focus. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And today we're going to be talking about what you need to know to make sure that your CMO really understands what's happening in SEO. Joining us today is Tyson Stockton, who is the Vice President of Services at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And outside of supporting Searchmetrics' largest and most strategic clients, Tyson is going to talk to us today about why he disagrees with his CMOs about what other CMOs need to think about SEO. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay. Here's the first installment of my conversation with Searchmetrics' Vice President of Services, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, Ben. Good to be back. See you on the screen once again. Excited to have you here and get to chat. Even though everybody else can't see the podcast, I want you to know we both got fully dressed up for work today, even though we're all sheltered in place. But Tyson is still actually in bed as we record this podcast. And I mean... Fully dressed, yes, but as far as not in the suit and tie. <laughs> okay. He has pants on, folks. That's what really matters. On the flip side, we get to partake in one of my favorite pastimes, disagreeing with your CMO, Doug Bell. A couple of weeks ago, we published a week of content where Doug and I talked about what CMOs need to know about SEO, where we talked about some of the myths that CMOs believe about SEO, what the realities are, where CMOs are getting into trouble with their SEO practices, and some operational tips and KPIs that CMOs need to think about to make sure their organic growth strategies are effective. Tyson, 
I've made a career and a pastime out of disagreeing with what Doug says at Search Metrics, lovingly so. And you had some thoughts about what he was saying to the SEO community or to the CMO community about what SEOs need to think about. You work with lots of CMOs as a consultant for the services team at Search Metrics. Talk to me a little bit about your view about what CMOs really need to think about to make sure that their efforts are effective in SEO. Of course. And I mean, what better opportunity to join in this favorite pastime of ours than combating with Doug? So I think like the first thing that really jumped out at it, and I think a lot of your conversation with Doug is more of kind of Doug setting the stage of, hey guys, if you don't know what to do, here's your most common or standard set. And I think that can be helpful. But when you're in the SEO's perspective, you're also having to live within the existing framework or foundation of the organization, reporting structures. And there are a lot of variances from different types of organizations, different types of websites. So I think like the one piece is I feel you get a lot more variance in the KPIs and how you go about it versus having like a one-size-fits-all across all different organizations and business types. In fairness to Doug, you know, when we're recording this piece of content talking about what the KPIs are for CMOs, a not realistic but probably true answers are it depends on what your business is. And I think Doug's point of thinking about what the KPIs are, where you think about SEOs not necessarily just as a direct response channel, as a brand channel, something that improves your visibility, trying to understand that you can build content that is going to become more valuable over time. So you have to think about what the investment is over the long term as opposed to immediately like PPC. Those are all real and true facts. But as you're starting to see the differences between businesses, what are some of the ways that you advise CMOs to think about their specific businesses? Are there common trends and themes that you think are important? Yeah, and actually, I think the first piece that I'd say before even the recommendations to the CMO, one recommendation to the SEOs is to do your homework and understand what your CMO is already receiving and looking at across other brand channels. And I think understanding what the existing kind of reporting language terminology that's being used, like that's going to be an important first step because you want to have some sort of consistency with what they're already looking at. So I think the first recommendation I would have for the CMO level is to think about it more of like a KPI funnel. And this is really important because as we know with SEO, it's not as like immediate of a marketing channel as your paid campaigns are. So it's like you increase the spend, you all of a sudden see the kind of return throughout the full funnel. SEO is you're gonna have these leading indicators and lagging indicators So the first piece that I'd say is making sure that your KPIs that you're watching are covering kind of each stage of this KPI funnel. So then you see those early indicators, you see that then convert to your rankings, your traffic, and then later to your conversion. And so you want to have this nice leading funnel. So then you know, hey, there wasn't a change in our revenue, but you can see, are we making progress? Are we taking one step closer to that goal? versus just having like a lagging indicator that's going to have typically quite a long delay. I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to stick up for Doug again. One of Doug's major takeaways from our SEO for CMOs week was that you have to have an understanding of the time it takes to mature a channel. 
I always believe that SEO, when you're starting a new content strategy or a new SEO strategy, expect it to take three to six months before you're seeing really meaningful impact. Obviously, there's some micro-optimizations that you'll see almost in real time. But to really start from scratch and make a big impact, you're talking months to even years at time before you're really able to make significant traction. The investment needs to be constant, but it also grows over time. And so I like what actually both you and Doug are saying, where Doug is saying, understand that these channels take a long time to mature before you see real impact on the bottom line of your business. What you're saying is, yes, it's going to take a long time for you to see an impact on your business. However, you're able to create a funnel that's going to give you an indicator of whether you're heading in the right direction. So walk me through that funnel. What's the first thing that you're looking at when you're setting up a new SEO strategy, your CMO, your organization is just starting to focus on content and organic growth. What's the first metric you actually start to see the needle move on? Yeah, and I think it's going to vary on the type of initiatives and you know, obviously a little bit on size. I usually like to start the funnel with how Google's crawling and discovering your pages. Because that's, if you think about it as far as like, how you can improve rankings, your first steps like, okay, is Google seeing this page? Are they indexing it? And those kind of like more crawlability or indexation KPIs. So from that, I'd be looking at the crawl activity from Search Console. If you have crawl log files, where within the site is Google spending its time? So understanding or having a KPI that helps bring line of sight into how Google's interacting with your website, I would say is going to be like your starting baseline for having that really wide net of how are SEO efforts measuring up. First thing you need to think about, hey, are you able to get the information that you want Google to share with your leads, your prospects, even your customers to their platform, right? Can you submit your content? Step number one, what's step number two? And step number two, and I think one other, just to elaborate a little bit more on step one, is you can use things like pages crawled, indexed URLs, and valid URLs. And obviously, you want the parity between each of those categories being rather consistent. And then I'd say going into like the next KPI, that's where you're going to then be looking at either ranking data or SEO visibility. And I think this is where, depending on the sophistication or experience of the organization comes in. So if you try to introduce something completely new like SEO visibility, even though I would say, yes, that's a superior KPI than ranking, if there's no awareness to it, I might start with like a ranking KPI and then slowly introduce something more involved like SEO visibility. So I think once you get past crawling, some sort of ranking type KPI is going to be key. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive 
by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And you mentioned that the nomenclature is very important because CMOs traditionally don't necessarily talk SEO. And so really what we're talking about is, can we get Google the information that we want them to share? Are they going to index our website? And the second is, is that information showing up where we want it to? right? Is the information actually ranking? And so you're talking about the difference between visibility and rankings. Let's just spend a second talking about what the difference between those two terms are. Yeah. So rankings, I mean, pretty binary and just which keywords are ranking on which URLs, which position you could use things like weighted averages or averages. That's a little, a little weaker. And you could use the things like number of keywords ranking, and that's going to be probably like your most basic piece. SEO visibility and the reason why this is a better KPI to use is because it brings in those elements and then it also brings in some other elements as far as like what's on the SERPs. So with your SEO visibility, you're going to be looking at the number of ranking keywords on a domain, what the search volume of those keywords are, what position you are for those keywords, and then what other SERP elements are present on the page that would impact click-through rate. So you're getting closer to a trend line or things that would follow a little bit more of your just general business trends from how traffic looks. But being that your traffic's just going to be coming from that page one, essentially, this is going to allow you to detect movement on pages two, three, four, five further down, which can signify movements. But then it also has this component of search volume. So it's also not treating all keywords equal. Like you want to give respect to a high demand, high search volume more so than you want to give some super long tail that's not really going to drive much revenue to the site. So as you start to think about the time it takes for these KPIs to actually mature, for them to show an indication of success, how long does it take to understand whether your site is being crawled effectively and efficiently? How long does it take for you to start seeing what your rankings are and if you're trending in the right direction? Yeah, so like crawl activity, you're kind of looking at it and change as far as like what was Google doing last week versus this week. It's pretty early on that you're going to see that because every day you can get a new report of what Google visited. So I mean, that's probably going to be like your quickest one. And then it's not looking as much of what did they do on one day, but what did they do over the course of a period of time and how is that changing over time? Then for SEO visibility, for really dramatic increases, I mean, that could be present right away from traffic. If it's more of, hey, we moved a lot of keywords from page four to page two, well, okay, hey, that still means you need to implement more items. So the lag as far as visibility to traffic is going to be a little bit more as far as what's the type of initiative? Are there subsequent future rollouts that are going to continue that? And a lot of times you're putting in place an initiative you might put it on some pages, whether it's content, whether it's enhancements to the pages, etc. And then you're going to keep implementing and having iterations upon that. 
So we've seen cases where maybe it's like a three-week lead time with SEO visibility, but that's really going to have some dependencies as far as the type of initiatives you're doing, like where most of your rankings is on page one, further down, etc. So that one's a little bit harder to put a one-size timeline to, but I would say you know it could be anywhere in the range of like three weeks to a couple months. So on both of these metrics, one you're able to see within a few days, the other one it's a few weeks to understand where you are and get a point of comparison. As we start to think a little bit down the funnel and we get into what business performance looks like, you get past visibility. What are the other KPIs that CMOs need to consider? I mean, now you're starting to get to the more traditional KPIs that I think there's a lot more familiarity across organizations. So now it's whether you're calling it traffic sessions, etc. So then you're actually looking to visits on the website and then ultimately what you're wanting those users to do, whether it's complete a purchase, sign up for a lead form, whatever kind of conversion that you have for the site or goal for the site. So as you start to think about traffic you're generating and whether it's converting, do you have a sense of how long it takes to mature and when you start to see real business impact from SEO as a channel? I mean, that's going to that's gonna vary drastically depending on like the nature of the business. E-commerce is typically going to be a more immediate one. But then if you're looking at e-commerce that has a high ticket value or average order value, it's going to usually be a longer timeline. So I mean, that one I would say is going to be less specific on SEO and more dependent on the actual business and how they're monetizing the online traffic. Obviously, this is dependent on what your business is. You mentioned that e-commerce, you're going to see more of an immediate impact. When you're implementing a major effort, a large enterprise company, obviously, you know you want as much runway as you can. But you sit down with the CMO and you say, hey, we're going to invest tens of thousands of dollars worth of resources and software to start building a content platform. We're going to try to drive business results. What is the amount of time that you really feel comfortable showing some business results? And when do you consider an SEO campaign to have reached maturity? Ooh, that's a great question. I mean, maybe let's keep it more simple. So let's say with like a content initiative of you launch, I don't know, 100 pieces of content or something and how long is it going to take for that? You usually like to give at least a month to two months on that. Usually, you know, Google will discover the pages quite soon. You have a little bit of a calibration period. So I mean, I'd say... Usually you can see some of the early signs within a couple of weeks with a content initiative. And then you might get the maturity stage after a month, kind of in the maybe four to six week range. And then you have potential opportunities to do some additional iterations once that's settled, which is typically a good idea too, especially if it's a high value piece of content to revisit once a search engine has already gone through it and adjusted your rankings accordingly. But I'd probably say kind of in that range of you'll start seeing some early indicators within a couple of weeks and then to the maturity point a couple of months. As we said in our last episode, three to six months generally is what I advise for CMOs to think about how long it will take to develop a mature SEO channel to start seeing content driving a lift in organic reach and conversions. That said, as Tyson mentioned, there are some KPIs that you could look at to start understanding whether you're moving in the right direction in terms of how much content Google is able to crawl and how that content is ranking. And that helps your CMOs get an understanding of whether SEO is pointing in the right direction before you actually start seeing business results. 
So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, Vice President of Services at Searchmetrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, in addition to part two of my conversation with Tyson Stockton, Searchmetrics' Vice President of Services, when we talk about how to teach SEO to your CMO, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed soon. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music